Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nottingham Forest 2, Aston Villa 0. Let me repeat that just in case you didn't hear me right. Nottingham Forest 2, Aston Villa 0. Welcome to the player ratings, where the Midlands, as it always has been, is still red. Good morning, good evening, or good night, wherever in the world you are. Hope you're having a wonderful day. And why the hell would you not be when Forrest absolutely slapped Villa around? Took him to the cleaners. Villa couldn't lay a glove on us. Not one glove. The nearest they came, as far as I can remember, is Ollie Watkins wafting a header. And that was it absolutely nothing this so-called elite manager this so-called team that has this fluid capability luke if you're watching hi mate hi hold that one hold that one too i have so many receipts guys to cash in on tiktok after this i've got a long night we got a gore stream coming up at about 8 p.m where it's going to be party season it's going to be a party stream it's look but before we do all that before we do all that please one don't forget to hit the like subscribe if you're new but more importantly look there's always football is football but there are always important things in life and honestly nothing could have been more fitting than mangala scoring on the 47th minute as we were applauding adam johnson who tragically lost his life and i, I just found that so fitting so as always, our thoughts are with the family of Adam Johnson. But for me, that was that was really a touching moment. And it just couldn't have been any more fitting. And yeah, football is fantastic. And we all love football. But the... What's the right word for it? I don't know if there is a right word for it. Poetic, as Tom says in the chat. It was just 
just beautiful, beautiful. So hopefully that's something that put a smile on his family's face as well. It was just brilliant. So best wishes, of course, to their family. But let's get into this, guys, because I think we're going to have so many arguments during this player rating. Because I think we're going to argue about who was man of the match. I think we're going to argue, should it be an 8, should it be a 7, should it be a 9, should it be a 10 out of 10? I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to have to figure this out as we go along. But, <coughs> excuse me. Excuse me. What I want to start with, though, is Villa played into our hands. They literally, if you could have asked Cooper, how would he like Villa to play? It would have been with the fact that they would have their centre-backs on the halfway line. And because we had Elanga, who I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't think had the greatest of games, and I say that in inverted commas, and we had Taiwo bullying them, it just gave us so much room to get those balls in over the top. I actually think if those through balls over the top were more accurate and the players the time there runs better, we could have scored three, four, maybe even five against Villa. They didn't learn from their mistakes at all. And they literally played how you'd want them to play. <coughs> I've lost my voice. I've lost my voice. But the, the point is as well, I thought the midfield in the first half was bad. I thought Dominguez in that first half was sensational. He really was. Einar and Tuffalo coming in, causing those overloads was brilliant. And it just played beautifully into our hands. And I've got to say, Nia Kate, wow. For me, wow. It was ridiculous how solid he was. I would have probably had him as captain today, but hey, hindsight is a wonderful thing. And the goal itself, what, what we've seen in Forest over the weeks at the city ground is that Forest have had a good 30 minutes against Sheffield United, against Burnley, against, who was the other one, Brentford. But we never turned it into an actual goal. And I think for me, the fact that we scored, what was it, after five minutes, guys, or something like that? That was just the perfect timing and that settled everything down. Obviously, it didn't settle me down. I was crapping myself pretty much past the final whistle. But the fact that the goal came so early was so huge. And then the second goal comes literally straight after, as we said, big up Adam Johnson in the 47th minute. And can we just have a massive shout out to the Ballon d'Or winning goalkeeper himself, Martinez, for his, his beautiful, beautiful high five on the ball as he helped it on its way in. It was just brilliant. It was brilliant. Mangala there cracking it in from range. You, you, if you haven't seen it, go check the goals out if you remember exclamation mark goal. But it was brilliant. The performances all around the pitch were stunning. Um, Murillo, yes, made one mistake, but it didn't cost us anything because Vlacodemus. Who did I tell you guys is our number one goalkeeper? Vlack, Vlack at the back, man. That's what you want. And he just, he batted that one away. He gave me, you know, when I was watching Vlack there, I felt calm. I felt calm. I felt like he made the players in front of him calm as well. And he's just very dominant. Yes, he punches a lot of the balls. I would prefer him to catch a few, but he does have this little, you know, trait where he spins his hand and punches it. But he didn't look under any kind of pressure. And I, I am probably like still high right now, but I can't think of any time where he really had to stretch himself to make himself a big um, a big save or a big moment. It was just calm. I thought his distribution was brilliant. I thought the, the calmness he prevailed to his back four was fantastic. And then Tuffalo and Einar, for me, both sensational today. I hope Tuffalo didn't go off injured, but he was brilliant. 
He was brilliant at the overlaps. Um, who else? Mangala. The way Mangala drops in in between the two centre-backs, picks the ball up, is calm, is press resistance. Brilliant again today. And Taiwo, for me, battled on that front line. Really roughed up the Villa centre-backs. Really gave them something to think about. <coughs> Excuse me. And it was it was just brilliant. It was such an enjoyable game. Well, it wasn't enjoyable. I was crapping myself. I'm not going to lie to you. The second half, I do feel, if we're being objective about it, that we sat in too deep, that we just allowed Villa onto us. And after 15 minutes, I was getting nervous. And I didn't want to say on the stream, but at the same time, I was looking at it thinking, I don't think they're going to break us down. Now, had I said that on stream, you lot would have, you lot would have deleted the channel or something. But it just felt like that. When you can now look back at it, it just feels like they weren't going to break us down. They could have been there till next Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, overall, I'm so ecstatic. I'm so, and if you follow, if you don't follow us on TikTok, make sure you're following us on TikTok because there are hundreds of messages about the combined 11 I put out um, on Friday or Saturday. And I'm going to reply to each and every single one of those. Yes, Emma, I know you would have. And, you know, the, the most, the funniest messages I saw on TikTok is exclamation mark TikTok in the chat. Make sure you go follow us. They were saying, who's Einar? Who's Einar? I've never heard of Einar. How have you put Mangala ahead of Kamara? Now you know who Einar is. Now you know who Einar is. So hold that. Hold that one. Keep your votes coming in for the player ratings. I'm really going to enjoy this one. I'm so happy right now. I could almost be called a happy clapper. And that smile on my mate Luke's face. I wonder if he's still wearing that now from UTV podcast. I wonder if he's still wearing that now. Oscar, how was it funny, Oscar? It was so accurate. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I'm going to get involved in them TikTok comments. Yeah, see, I look forward to seeing you in there. All right, let's get on with the player ratings. Hit that like button if you haven't already. Make sure you're subscribed if you are new. I am so excited to see what you guys have gone with this one. Let's start it off with Big Black at the back. What a player. He, did, he didn't put a foot wrong, guys. He didn't put a foot wrong, including all his kicking for me. I think he was absolutely rock solid i was worried for a second he was going to go off injured i don't think he was stretched at any time his positioning was fantastic um i'm gonna i'm actually gonna give him a nine out of ten guys maybe maybe i am a little high i don't know but for me nine out of ten for big black edemus what did you guys oh you guys are harsh man 8.12 one, two. I don't want to get angry today because I'm happy. But 8.12. Really, guys? Really, guys? That means some of you scored him at like a seven. How? How did you end up with those scores? Seriously. Had nothing to do, man. Yeah, exactly. And that's the sign of a class keeper, Dino. That is the sign of a class keeper. We got some Villa fans in here. Maybe, maybe, yeah, Villa fans. Villa, would you like Vlacodemus? You can, we'll give you Turner. We'll give you Turner because obviously Martinez isn't good enough. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's move on to Aina. 
what for me, what what a what a play. Can we just take like a couple of seconds, if not a couple of minutes, just to talk about this player that none of the Villa fans had ever heard of. To be honest, there's probably a lot of Forest fans that haven't heard of him. I, I'll be honest with you, I'd only seen him a couple of times and he never caught my eye. But this is a player who cost us nothing. Nothing. Well, obviously wages, yeah, and signing on fees and agents fees, but nothing, right? And he can play at right back as comfortably as he can play at left back. And he can even play higher up the pitch. And he's got pace. He's got power. He's got decent awareness as well. Uh, Abdul, thank you so much for subscribing. And you got to say he's got to be up there as one of the signings of the season. I put him in S Club 7. I put him in S Club 7 when we did the ratings the other day. He, he is 9 or 10 to me for today. The goal was fantastic. You know what the best thing about the goal was? A lot of fullbacks, when they come onto the ball like that, they swing at it. They swing at uh, Luddy's left back, Dino. Aynal's the right back. Thank you very much. But they swing at it. He didn't. He guided it. He finished it like a cam would finish it coming onto the ball. And that's just, that's just sheer, sheer quality and sheer, sheer class. Do I go 10? I, I think I'm going to go 9. I don't want to give any 10s just because, like, I don't want to be accused of... Uh, Delusion. Yeah, I get accused of it all the time. Anyway, who cares? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine and a half. Nine and a half for me. For Aina. What a performance. What a player. What have you guys gone? Nine point one. That's a bit low, guys. That is a bit low. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. That's a bit low. I got nine and a half. You lot got nine point one. Make sure you're following on TikTok, guys. Honestly. Honestly, I'm going to have so much fun today. <laughs> so much fun. All right, 9.1. Keep your votes coming in for your player ratings. They all count. It's a live count. Keep them coming through. Okay, let's move on to... Well, actually, Niakata and Murillo are the wrong way around, but whatever. We'll do We'll do Murillo first, just because he's there. Uh, shit, where's my button? There we go. All right, let's go on to Murillo. Is this the Murillo? Uh, so you know what? You know what he reminds me of? In in parts. His headers are like Felipe's. He just thumps them, man. He meets them and he thumps them really well. He's solid, fast, can move the ball with his feet, no problems at all. He did make one mistake. He did make one mistake for me um, where Vlack had to um, cover him. But that's fine because look how young he is, man. He's still learning the language. He's still learning the country. He's still settling in. He's still only 21. Yeah. we. You have to give him a few mistakes and look the other way on it because of the potential he has. He was just brilliant. For, for me, he's he's like an eight and a half. I'd go eight and a half with him. Just that one mistake stops him from being a nine for me if we're being, you know, on point and, and judging this. Um, objectively, so he's an eight and a half for me. Um, and let's see what you guys did. You guys went eight and a half as well. I'd say finally, chat. Finally, you got it right. Eight and a half. I'll agree with that. A lot of you in the chat though are saying nine. I think you got to you've got to knock it down. Like the mistake wasn't costly, but it could have been. But it could have been. That's the point here. Uh, do, 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 eight and a half. What are you not saying in the chat? So much to come from this guy. Miski, that is absolutely spot on. He's just not even settled in yet. He's not settled in yet. I I kind of, I'm going to say this. 
I like this partnership. Murillo and Niakate. I like they're both strong. They're both pacey. They're both eager to come out with the ball. I love Bolly. Bolly's a good brick. But in terms of progressing the ball forward, that's not his strongest trait. But with Murillo and Niakate, it's just wow. You know what I'm saying? It's just wow. So let's move on to Niakate. I, I think <clears throat> for me, Niakate played today like a captain. Um, I know uh, Morgan Gibbs White had the captain's armband, but Niakate for me, he's sensational. I said when we signed him, he was going to be our signing of the season, but obviously he, um, he got his injury last year and he struggled to get back into the team for whatever reason. But today is sensational. Playing on his weaker side, on the right-hand side of that pitch. Faultless. I'd say faultless. I really would. And I'm look, I would go as far to say as I think this is our best back four currently. I really do. Maybe, maybe it's because we've beaten Villa. Maybe it's all, you know, just in the moment things. But man, yeah, Sai, you're right. We used to moan about not having pace. This time last year, Cooper was still putting Steve Cook in. McKenna in, uh, Worrell in, yeah? And people are still crying out for Worrell, even to this day. And how can you? How can you? Look, I love Worrell. Nothing against him. Nothing against Cook. Nothing against McKenna. But when you've got quality of this, when you've got quality of this level, you have to use it. You have to use it. You really do. And fair play to Cooper for this partnership. Absolutely spot on the money. I'm giving Nia Kate a 9 out of 10. I thought he was an absolute brick. 9 out of 10 for me. You guys have gone 8.78. Come on, guys. Come on, respect, respect Nia Kate a little more than that. So 8.8, we'll round it up just to make you lot look a little better, I guess. 8.8 for Nia Kate. And then we move on to talk about Harold, Harold Tuffalo, the forgotten player. Let, let's, let's just remember that the club were letting him go. Uh, let me just find him one second. Where is he? 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 Oh, there he is. There he is. Remember the club the, in um, January of last year had him sent off to, <clears throat> who was it again? One of you lot will remember in the chat. I don't know. I can't remember. Zandelect, I think it was Andelect. He literally got called back in the final second, and that was a permanent signing. I've been extremely impressed with him this season. Anytime he's come in, he's delivered good crosses. He's looked solid at the back. I hope he didn't come off injured. It was Andelect. Thank you. <coughs> Let me just have a sip, guys. Sorry. And I'm going to go as far as to say now this is our back five. I love Bolly. I'd love to see Omar Bamadeli. Um, I definitely don't want to see Tavares. And I love Serge, but Serge is prone to a mistake. This, this has to be our back five. It, it really does. It just looked so composed, so like press resistant, resistant to pressure as well. I, I like I like the look of look. It's early days. They need a few more games, obviously. I know, I know what you're saying, Chaka Felipe. <clears throat> but let's be, let's be honest, man. Felipe just seems to be there as a training coach right now on the training pitch. As much as I love Felipe, at his age, I, I'd rather look ahead. And you guys know I love Felipe, man crush and everything. But looking forward, this is a young back lineup. 
You got Murillo 21. Well, Tuffalo's like 27, isn't he? Niakate's 26. Aynar's 25, I think. It's still quite young. It's still quite young. And then you start to bleed in the likes of Omar Bamadeli. Look, we've we got to get rid of some of the players. Uh, Nino, that link to the Brazilian that's coming in. I don't really see the point of it if I'm annoyed, if I'm being honest. I think Felipe's 33. 33. But look, back to Tuffalo. He was he was the reason we got the, the goals. He was. He the overlap he did was fantastic. He laid the the pace he laid the ball off to Einar was to the to the des not the decibel. What's the word I'm looking? To the um I can't remember. But whatever. To the inch. Perfect weight on it. Fantastic. And Einar meets it beautifully. And his work for the second goal, fantastic. I've been really, really impressed with him. I'm gonna give him a nine. I'm going to give him a 9 out of 10. I thought he was brilliant. And yeah, I know he came off and it is what it is. To the Micron. Thank you, Dino. That's why you're here for me, bro. So 9 out of 10 for me for Tuffalo. <clears throat> that, that's your worst rating so far, chat. I'm sorry, but that's, that's not acceptable. How have you got an 8.3 where he's had two assists, he's been solid at the back, and you've... Oh, you made me write 8.3 for mine. And you got an 8.3. Who's good? All right. So that means some of you put sevens because I'm assuming some of you put nines. I'm going to have to start calling some of you out. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a Tuffalo agenda to me, to be honest. Sounds like a Tuffalo agenda, 8.3. That's ridiculous. Or we've got some Villa fans in here. He didn't score. <laughs> he didn't score. Uh, Oh, did people put... You know what? I can see your individual scores. I just can't bother to scroll through them all. They're nameless. You guys are lucky. You guys are lucky. But 8.3. You guys should hang your heads in shame. All right. Let's move on and see how badly you lot have embarrassed yourself on the other scores. All right. So who's next? Sangare. Um, I'd probably say out of the three midfielders... He didn't have a bad game, but there was times in the game where I think he wasn't in the game, if that makes sense. But I didn't think he put a foot wrong. And on top of that, he made a critical clearance off the line and he did it calmly as well. And I, I think I think that was more of the Sangara. What, what really made me pleased, if that's even a coherent sentence, is that he played the full game. He played the full game. And he's still slightly out of position for me, but I think he was he was like a solid seven for me. A seven out of ten. I think he was solid. I got no no issues with what he did, but I do feel like maybe in certain patches of the second half, he kind of drifted out a little and I didn't really notice him as much. Uh seven for me. Seven for me. Uh for Sangare. And he will still only get better, I promise you that. Seven point six from you guys. Okay, maybe I'm the one being a bit of an asshole to him. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to go seven. I think seven is quite fair. Where did you lot go individually? Tell me in the chat on him. Collectively, you've gone a 7.6. Okay, let's just update that score for the latecomers. While I'm doing that, please don't forget to hit that like button and make sure you're subscribed to Forest Man TV if you are new. As we move on to talk about Mangala. Um. As I, as I keep saying, oh, there was a lot of sevens. Callum went 10, bloody hell. Seven or eight, Ben says he can't remember. 
Okay, uh, let's talk about Mangala because is this something I say about Mangala every single game when he's been playing in this deep role? The way he picks the ball up from the center backs, forget his goal for a second. I mean, I'm not going to, but hear me out here. This is this is the difference between this season and last season where you've got a player who's willing to play between the two center backs, pick the ball up and then start the rotation of the play. He's he's almost like the good version of Froehler from last year. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like he keeps the midfield ticking. He wins the ball. He's snappy at them. Doesn't really make many mistakes. Can't shoot, but could today. He could today. Uh, you gotta give him. You gotta give him kudos for the shot. Like what he was doing that high up, nosebleed territory, nosebleed territory. But he got the goal. What a fantastic goal. And shout out again to Martinez, you uh, world-class keeper. So what am I going to give Mangala? He's like, and he's probably a nine. I'll be honest with you. I'd say an eight plus the goal makes him a nine for me. I'd, I'd say a nine. He's really good. It's almost like, how are we going to get Danilo back into the team? Because Mangala would probably be the first name that gets dropped. But you can't really drop him. He's that that hot right now. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. You lot are criminal. Criminal. Eight and a half. Justin saying he said, I love how you lot are all claiming nines now, but you're lying because some of you have put him down for probably like a seven or something. Seriously. Eight and a half. Harsh. Harsh to say the least. Uh, oh, hold on. Let me just get your score. I don't even want to put your score up for him. Eight and a half. Have some shame. Seriously, guys. Okay. But yeah, for me, I would even go as far as say candidate for man of the match. This man of the match thing is going to be really interesting to see. It really is. It's 500 of you guys in here. And we've only got 107 likes. What are you doing? You're scoring Mangala down. You're scoring Tuffalo down. And you're not hitting that like button. Come on, guys. We've won. Remember, we've won. Hit that like button if you haven't already. And let's move it on to Dominguez, man. Dominguez. Uh, where is Dominguez? This is Ez's boy, man. And to be honest, I can see why. Uh, Brandon with the two pounds. Thank you so much. Wolfie, you have your happy clapper glasses on. Hell yeah. They're right. They're right here, bro. They're right here. They're right here. We'll go full happy clapper right now. They need a wipe. My God, I can't see anything. Who are we talking about now? Oh, Dominguez, our other sensational midfielder. Ooh, he, he was good. He was everywhere. I, I wouldn't have taken him off, to be honest. I wouldn't have taken him off. He should have scored, though. He should have scored that chance that he wafted. Outside of that, his passing was on. He was looking for those balls in over that high Villa line. But he's got, for me, he's got to have finished. He's got to have finished a few of those chances. I'm going eight and a half for him because I'm setting him to his standard. Uh, there's the confirmation of Brandon's two pound. You absolute legend. Thank you so much. I'm going to give him an eight and a half. Eight and a half. I didn't think he was bad. I didn't think he was bad. I just... I, I just... Oh, crap. What have I done here? 
I can't do the halves on that screen, can I? I just think he should have scored that chance. And that's me being very critical. Maybe you guys will score him higher and put me in my place, but I've gone eight and a half. 8.2. Ah, that's definitely harsh, man. Come on. Yes. You are a hard crowd to please. I'll tell you that much, man. I'll tell you that. I'm seeing some of you writing sevens in the chat. You actually scored him. He's no way that low as a seven. No. No. Not having it. Not having it. He keeps that midfield ticking. He's sensationally good. And he drives forward. And he was the one who was making, you know, those things I've been moaning about a midfielder breaking the lines, running into the box. He did it. He did it. Yeah, Mark. 0.3. You got to move a lot to get that 0.3. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you lot are hush. You lot are hush. Seriously. 8.5 is a minimum. He's a minimum 8.5 is how I would put it down. And what a player he is. All right, let's move it on. And let's talk about Morgan Gibbs-White. Um, Let's just get his picture up on the screen. Morgan Gibbs-White. Morgan Gibbs-White. Probably, probably his Best game, I'd say, this season so far. Although, although, you can't give fraction scores. Fair enough, Chucker. Fair enough. I, I'd probably say I would have wanted him to be more influential. I would have wanted to be more influential. He didn't do anything bad, but he wasn't as involved as I would have liked him, and he got caught offside quite a few times for me. Um... I don't I don't really know on this one to be honest. I don't know. I, I'd probably say I don't remember him having a shot. He worked very hard. He was tracking back. He was solid in that midfield. But again, I just think when he's playing out wide, we're not getting the full juice out of him. We're not getting the full juice out of him. And I think I'm probably gonna give him like an a seven and a half, eight. Some something like that for me. Seven and a half. I'm gonna go. I, but again, I'll reiterate and I'll underline that I didn't think he had a bad game. I just felt there was times in the game, a bit like Sangare, where he could have been a bit more involved for me. For me, so I'll give him a seven and a half, seven point one. Okay, I feel that I must be really wrong if I'm very close to what you guys have scored him with. That's that's a little worrying. So I got seven and a half. Yeah, and what Ben says there, with Callum Hudson-Odoi in that position, when he's back, I think it will be more balanced, personally, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I just would like to see him more centrally for me. For me, that's it. But not bad. Not bad. I've not got real complaints about too many of the players today. And then Taiwo. I know like this is going to be an interesting one because... I've seen a few of your guys' comments, and you've been like, well, Taiwo kept being offside, Taiwo kept being offside, this, that, and the other. But Taiwo was just chiseledly strong, and he really caused a problem for those defenders. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why as well, right? When you look at the Liverpool game, we weren't leaving someone high up, and it was just so easy for Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool that's quite funny, Liverpool to play against us. Yes, he was offside, but a couple of things. He's clearly got some injury, yeah? And we got, what, 70, 80 minutes out of him? I think you guys are going to be harsh on him. He had to put a shift in. He had to put a shift in. But you can't, you can't miss what he was doing off the ball to hold those, um, those Villa defenders up. 
He, and he was part of that second goal, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. So I, I, I'm going to give him an 8 out of 10. But remember, he's not match fit. He is nowhere near match fit, and he was rushed back in. He was. And exactly as Andy says, without him, we're not the same team. We haven't got a focal point. We have not got a focal point. I think it's a minimum eight for him. Yes, he was offside a lot, but who wasn't, man? Who wasn't? I mean, Danilo was probably offside more in the five minutes he got than Taiwo was all game. So I'm getting an eight out of ten for him. You guys are going seven point five. The football knowledge. The football knowledge baffles me sometimes. It really does, guys. Seven point five one. Speechless. Speechless. At least one of our offsides was actually on. Absolutely. And do you know what? We should have had a penalty. And that tackle by Dominguez that put Taiwo through was not a foul. The ref was on the brown envelopes. Million percent, the ref was on the brown envelopes. <laughs> I don't know why that's covering his face, but I can't bother to change it. You guys are harsh. That's all I've got to say to you lot. Okay, let's move on and talk about Alanga. Now, what I will say is I, I think he was the weakest link today on the pitch because it's something that Dino said and I was kind of focusing a bit on it today to, I was going to hopefully call Dino out on it, but I have to say Dino was right. He's very tunnel visioned. Um, he, he kind of, he's got a, what can I say? He's kind of got a lot of the Brennan Johnson about him, but without the finishing. Agreed. Agreed, Crypto. Agreed. And yeah, offside today was just... This, this is what bugs me about the offsides, right? If you are a winger, you're looking across the line and you can, you can time your runs well. Yeah, it's not hard to see the offside line. If you're as fast as an Alanga or a Jono or whatever then you don't need to be right on that cusp of offside, if that makes sense. He can still out, but he can give the defender a yard or two and outpace him. Yeah. However, his plus points were a fantastic run for the assist uh, for the first goal. I feel like he did overrun it. And then suddenly when he got towards the byline, he was like, oh crap, now what do I do? And luckily Tuflo was there. The one that really bugged me though, I don't know why, was when he got towards the edge of the box, and there was the overlapper coming through from Tuffalo, and he just completely ignored it. So I think he, he's kind of, he's run Forest Run, isn't he? Literally, Forest Gump style. Run Forest Run. I think they just need to coach him a little better into having that 360 vision, into seeing what's around him and seeing what's going on. And he does need to sort out his, sometimes his first touch in the critical moments can be a little off. Um... But yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give him. I think I'm gonna give him a seven, seven out of ten for me today. Um, overall, he was okay. He's just got to tweak those little things. Those little things for me. You guys got seven point three. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go harsh on you guys. That's that's fine. Seven point three, whatever. Yeah. Let me get this up. Seven. And you guys win seven point three. Okay. So that's the front line done and, well, that's the starting 11, should I say, done and dusted. And then we move on, <clears throat> excuse me, to the substitutions. So who was up first, guys? It was Aurier, wasn't it? Let's just get a langer off here. There you go, you get Aurier. 
I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was a little nervous when Aurier came on. It was like at that stage where you're thinking, is this going to be the one that messes it all up? Is this going to be the one that undoes all the hard work? And I thought, I thought he was okay. I thought he was okay. No real mistakes. Uh, solid performance. Um, sub score, as in sub score. So we start them at a five. I'll give him a six out of ten. I don't, I don't think there was anything too bad with them. So six out of ten from me. You guys have gone a six point four. I think that's okay. I think that's okay. Look at all you guys. You could like, you're not putting your sub rule in there at all. Remember the sub rule, yeah. Average performance for a starting eleven starts at a six. Average performance for a sub starts at a five. So I'll give him a six out of ten. Uh, who then came on? It was Danilo, wasn't it? Uh, Danilo. Oh, always believe in your soul. Look, for me, Danilo, it was really good to see him back on the pitch. But by God, was he offside 500 times in that first few minutes he was on. You know what I'm saying? It was... Well, what minute did he come on? He came on in the 82nd minute. I've never seen so many offsides. So I'm I'm going to give him... He didn't do anything wrong, to be honest. I'm just going to give him a uh, a 6 out of 10. A 6 out of 10 sub rule. You guys gave him a 6.4. Keep those votes coming in with 2 off 150 of those votes. So yeah, I think the most important thing about the Danilo performance isn't really to rate his performance. It's that he's back because he's been out since the Chelsea game. So it's good for him to get. Are you ready for it? Minutes in the leg. And I froze. Am I still alive? Are we still alive? Let me know I'm still alive. But yeah, minutes in the leg for Danilo. For me, all pun intended, that was the most important thing. So 6 out of 10 from me. And what did, did I do what you guys said? 6.4 from you guys. Okay, um, let's move on to Nico Williams. I actually thought out of the subs, um, he stood out for me. He came on and did a good job at left back. Got really stuck in. Made some important tackles. I would probably, I would probably give him a bit more than um, the other subs. I, I would probably say with Williams, I'd give him like a, a seven, which is basically an eight, but the sub rule. So I'll give him a seven out of ten. I thought he was really good when he did come on. You guys have gone six point eight. A little harsh, but okay. Maybe some of you remember the sub rule. Maybe some of you forgot. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And then finally, it was the last sub, it was Ryan Yates, wasn't it? He got stuck in a bit. He gave away a couple of fouls, though, that got me worried. Hold on, let me just get the picture up here. Ryan Yates. Uh, but I think, I'll be honest with you, I thought all the subs were okay today. I didn't have a problem. It wasn't any loot and stuff. What minute did he come on? 87. I mean, he impacted the game a little. Got stuck in. He's, he's just a six for me, really, just a... Sub rule six, and you guys went 6.28. Okay, that was the last sub, and that brings us on to the manager. Uh, where is he? Cooper. Um, let's start with the team lineup. Absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Hindsight or not, spot on. Spot on. You look back at it, and even with hindsight, you look back and you think, there isn't really anyone I would have changed. He got, he got it spot on. So full full credit to him. Full credit to him. 
Yeah, Keith, I know I was telling him to take him out, but you know, heat at the moment, heat at the moment. Yeah, you just want to see Yatesy get stuck in. Um, the subs are fine. I hope none of them were because we picked up any injuries or what have you. But tactically, 4-3-3, I thought it worked really well against Villa. I thought that midfield battle was one with it. I thought that um, he outclassed Emery. He outclassed Emery. 100%. And yes, you could say Emery played into his hands with that high defensive line. But that didn't really, you know, that didn't really make Cooper change his plan or or rethink things. He kind of stuck to it and it worked perfectly. So team selection, top notch. Substitutions, bang on. Result, over and beyond. Over and beyond what I was expecting. I thought we'd do well to get a draw out of this. And I would say he kind of neutralized Villa a lot. And you have to respect, you have to respect that. I will criticize him when he messes up. But when he gets it spot on, you have to tip your cap. Well done, Cooper. You absolutely nailed it today. You deserve that performance. This was this was a performance that was right from the top to the bottom, from management to players. Management to players. And you've got to be happy. You can be nothing but happy. Regardless of what you think about Cooper, this is his wheelhouse, isn't it? Playing these bigger teams, this is where his element is. And that was fantastic to see today. I'm going to give him... I'm going to give him a 9 out of 10. A 9 out of 10. Because there was nothing to fault, guys. There was nothing to fault. You can try and scrutinize it all you want. Yes, maybe you could say we got a little bit too deep in that second half, but they weren't they weren't gonna score and we were absolutely fine. Nine and a, nine out of ten for me. You guys have gone eight and a half. Ooh, I think that's a little harsh, guys. I'm not gonna be wrong, you know, that's a little bit harsh today. A little bit harsh. A little bit harsh. But fair enough. Okay, let's get on to the fun thing now. Man of the match. Who's it going to be, guys? Let's see what your nominees are for man of the match. Um, while I'm figuring it out, please make sure you've hit that like button. We'll do a poll vo vault. Poll vault. A poll vote on this one. So, who should we have? Get your nominees in for man of the match. I think Aina has to be there. Definitely Aynar. Definitely Tuffalo. Um, who else? Who else are we going with? Who else do you want? Marillo, Niacate, Mango. I can't pick all those names. Martinez. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely putting Martinez in there. Good shout. Good shout. And then we'll have... We'll have Dominguez, I think. Dominguez, even though our oh, Mangala could go there. Let's just put Dominguez in there. All right, ladies and gents. Get your votes in. The, the lines are now open. And while you're doing that, let me just get it ready. Look, don't vote for Martinez, right? Because I haven't got a picture of him. I'm regretting putting that on right now. You lot are such trollers, man. Don't, I haven't got a picture to put him on, so don't vote for Martinez, you absolute... Why did I... Why, why would I trust you guys with a little mini joke? Seriously. You guys just... 
Anyway, at the moment, in the lead, <coughs> excuse me, is Einar with 59% of the vote. In second place is Martinez with 19% of the vote. And Tuffalo in third place with 20% of the vote, with Dominguez on 5%. I will leave this open for 15 more seconds. 15 more seconds. <coughs> I can't clear my throat well enough. You lot doing my head in, man. Seriously. <laughs> you lot doing my head in. All right. 10 more seconds to go. Einar in the lead. Tuffalo still in second. Martinez drops into third place. And Dominguez down to 8%. Going once. Going twice. Going three times. Your man of the match is none other than Ola Einar with 54% of the vote. What a game. What a result. What a match. Wow. And we are not done yet, guys. We have a gore stream coming up at 8 p.m. It's just going to be called a party stream. And then following that, following that, please, if you are on TikTok, make sure you're following because I am literally going to rip every single comment in there a new one. An absolute new one. I can't wait. I can't wait. I need, to, I need to give Luke a quick call. Should we give Luke a quick call on air? See how he's feeling. See if he's still got that beautiful smile on his face. Who knows? But we'll be back at 8 p.m. So <clears throat> go grab yourselves some dinner. Go grab yourselves a drink. Chucker, if you're still awake, get to bed, mate. You are still awake. Get to bed. But yeah, we'll see you at 8 p.m. for the party stream. Please hit that like button if you haven't already. Make sure you're subscribed to Forest Fan TV. Back up to 12th in the league. Europe, here we come. And the Midlands is still red. Thank you for watching. See you at 8, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.